Welcome to another episode of Tales from Down Under, a podcast designed to do two things. One, tell funny stories about poo and two, raise awareness about bowel cancer with the aim of encouraging people to get checked out and hopefully avoid a later diagnosis in bowel cancer. Today we are joined by Mikey. Welcome, Mikey. G'day, how you doing? I'm good. Welcome along. Mikey has uh, bravely decided to join us and share his poo story, which I have heard before, and I think you've read it before as well, Brett, but I can't remember the details. I remember laughing so hard that I cried. It was that funny when I was reading it. So looking forward to reliving that experience and hearing all about it. <laughs> yeah, we've, we've had a pretty good start to the podcast. I, I had a had a moment today myself when there was a... Uh, Anyone who lives in Sydney, there was an absolute ball-tearing thunderstorm went through. It was huge. And I was I was in the gym and there's lots of little kids running around and stuff. And seriously, this thunderclap went off and I swear to God, half a dozen kids shit themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it was like they all they were like, oh, they got they had that look in their face and I was like, oh, God, here we go. We're going to have a yeah. – but it was one of those lightning claps. Yeah. It was just, oh, huge. Anyway, my name's Brett Gibson. Mel's here. She's my co-host. Um, we're here to have a laugh and also talk about a pretty serious topic of bowel cancer and bowel cancer awareness and what you can do to um, help yourself out and avoid um, some pretty serious consequences. So, Mikey, why don't you lead us off with your story and uh, what We'll, uh, we'll try and dive a little bit, little bit deep. And um, as someone said to me the other day, this is the shittiest podcast online at the moment, um, mainly due to the topic. But also our production quality is pretty shitty. So we, we hit both, both boxes and, uh, yeah, let's see how we go. Before you jump into your story, Mikey, um, so Mikey is a friend, well, sort of through Rachel. I know Christy through my partner, Rachel. They work together. Uh, with you as well, Mel, and um, yeah, got to know Christy quite well. I mean, quite good friend, and uh, I also, you know, happy to share this story too, is to help raise awareness, and uh, it's all very important. But uh, yeah, it's very funny too. So I think this story first appeared on the uh, Kicking Allen in the Dick uh, blog website. If anyone wants to go and Google that, uh, yeah. there's Christy had a had a blog of her. Uh, Adventures and misadventures uh, with her cancer journey. She called her her uh, bowel cancer Alan, and Alan was a bit of a dick, and she enjoyed every, every at every opportunity kicking Alan in the dick. So hence the title of the uh, blog. You can go on there and read some extremely clever writing, as well as some fantastic responses to those blog posts, one of which was Mikey's. <laughs> Yeah, so where, where, where do we start? We start at Werribee. Oh, go God. In Werribee, uh, yeah. Okay, yeah. let's get At a mee goreng, oh, a noodle house, and I ordered a seafood mee goreng noodles, extra, extra, extra spicy, which I always like. And, uh, yeah, little did I know this would be <laughs> a really bad choice of dinner. Uh, and So for those who are listening, and we, 
yeah, for those who are listening, and we've got listeners from the UK and United States, how far away from the ocean is Werribee? It's not too far, actually. It's not too far. Okay, all right. So, how far out of Melbourne is Werribee? It's quite far, right? Yeah, 30 Ks, not even. Yeah. That's not too bad. Okay, so it's not like we're getting fresh lobster from Yas. No, 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 definitely not. So, okay, all right. Yeah. Okay, cool. You know, people in a mediocre town. We should be able to get fresh seafood. Saying that, but anyway, at the time, there's a zoo there, isn't there? Oh, Ruby Zoo, yeah, that's the um, yeah. the safari zoo thing and the mansion. They're probably the nicest parts yep. of the place. There you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, and yeah, so I, and that day I'd literally just gotten the keys to work for the front door, which would become important later. And um, anyway, driving home, and I was probably about forty k's from Ruby, uh, living in uh, Killer East at the time, which is sort of north northwest Melbourne. Anyway, driving and my stomach just started, oh, the pain, like twisting and grinding and I could just feel it, intense pain building up through my gut and I'm just, you sort of pull in and suck and you sort of start getting this cold sweat and you can sort of feel this like pain just sort of working its way from the little, you know, up in the upper stomach, just down and down and down and within about 10 minutes, it sort of gets to my bowels and it's just like, shit, this is going to be bad. I'm like, I can make home. I can make it home. Just in the car. Like, yeah, I've got this. Don't worry. You know, you get that sort of, sort of like, yeah, the sweat. Yeah. So you're about, you're about half an hour from home, though. Yeah, but thereabouts. I'm sort of push my foot into the footwell and sort of arch my back up and lift my ass and trying to suck it in, you know, and you get that moment where it comes back Clinching. in. Yeah, and you're like, fuck yes, I got that one. You know, every time it's in a doubt. <laughs> But every time it's just getting harder and harder and harder. Anyway, we're just driving down this um, road, which is probably about five minutes from my work. And like, I've got the keys. I'm not going to make it home at this point. I am just in writhing pain. <laughs> every traffic light, I'm just trying to run if I can. And I'm like, no, nah, I have to. I'm going to go to work. So I just turn up the work. And I've never done this before at work. I've never opened the place. I know the security code. And anyway, so I get there and I'm like, okay, yep. You know, I'm here, it's starting to feel a bit more relieved that I'm near a toilet. First hurdle, the, the security gates, they're huge. Essentially, you've got this double padlock uh, sort of wrapped around it, key in there. It's all rusty, wouldn't twist it. I'm sort of struggling and I had to twist it and like felt like it snapped and the actual key actually twisted the lock open and sort of had to like yank on it just to get the padlock to come out of the thing. And I'm just like feeling this nervous pressure now, like I'm not going to make it. This is just getting worse and worse every time. Anyway, I managed I'm, to get that. I'm open. fairly certain. I'm I'm fairly certain that there's a there's a part of our body that knows that we're close to a toilet. Yep. Right. And it just, even though you've got all these barriers in front of you, it knows that a toilet's only ten meters away. <laughs> and you've you've you, like you don't stand a chance, right? No, so, not at all. The, the shit knows that it's nearly home. <laughs> <laughs> and it's ready to have a shower and get into bed, right? It's ready to make a cup of tea and uh, and do its thing. So your turn is like, yep, yeah, I'm nearly there. Cool. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's prepare. But you've got to release. Yeah, yeah, right. And that, it can, it's taste freedom. 
But um, poke his little head out. Can't, can't actually. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it, we need we need like a cheat code or something to say. Hold on, we got a few more. We got to, just calm calm your farm a bit here. <laughs> we, need, we need to be able to just press pause, press pause. Ah, uh, this should make. Sorry, that. I digress. Harry. All right, so. So it made That's it through the, the gate. <laughs> this is hurdle one. Through the, through the gate. And yeah. drive the car through, pull up next to the, the side door, which is the main door into the factory. And it's this huge, heavy steel door. Uh, you know, weighs, oh, God, 100 kilos easily. And I get to the door, and this is the, the moment. It's just happening. Everything's just starting to mount the pressure. Anyway, I'm like standing at the door, the key, and I'm like, fuck, just so close. It's going to get this door open. It's, Quickly type in the code and just go to it. 50 meters, I'm in. I'm at the door and I turn the key and it won't work. And I just try and try and it's not working. I'm like, turn it one way, turn it the other way. I'm like, what am I doing wrong? I've got the wrong key because we have a different set of keys for some things. I'm like, they give me the wrong key. And this panic just sets in. And all of a sudden, I just feel like I get on my tippy toes and I just feel it just start coming out. And it just starts pushing out. I can just feel it into my jocks and I've just given in that point. I just sort of stopped in my tracks holding the key in the door and it's just this snake. Is it start. like when a kid, you know when you have like a two-year-old who's going to do a shit in their nappy and they just freeze wherever they are? Like they're, they're oh, yeah. like kneeling down or they're like reaching out and then just like frozen in time. Yeah. As, oh, yeah. As, without as the pushing, without the pushing, that was done for me. <laughs> it's more... It's just a look of concern uh-huh. and like uh-huh. trying to weigh up what the hell's going to happen next. <laughs> it's like this adventure that you didn't choose and you now have to go on it. <laughs> ah, anyway, the worst bit, though, I could actually feel a snake out of my, my jocks and I could feel it now running down the back of my leg. And the plug, mm-hmm. yeah, everyone knows the plug, you got the plug and then you got the rest of it. <laughs> that was the plug. <laughs> So the plug is burnt itself. We've opened the floodgates. Oh, yeah. Uh, the rest didn't come out like that. <laughs> Let's say it was like a, a broken omelette. <laughs> it was half cooked. <laughs> so I must be standing okay, like so at like a 20. Yep, that's 20. Just remember. And it's, it's just gonna there. it's gonna make an omelet. You got to break some eggs. Yeah. What yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh, Josh's eggs? Anyway, I'm just standing there at the door. Must have been 20 seconds or so. And you know, I felt like things had stabilized. You know, there wasn't any movement. <laughs> but I knew as soon as my legs got pumped, and this all gonna go everywhere. And I'm just trying to fiddle with the door because, like, I can't just go home like that now. So I realized he's gonna lean into the door a little bit, and it just takes a bit of pressure off the latch. Click, the door opens. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> Swing the door open, and then I take my so first... easy. Yeah, that's all it was. I still do it to this day. Then swing the door open, and then the first step, and I could just feel it, just like <laughs> my gut must have opened, and <clears throat> it's all down into my socks, <laughs> in my shoes. <laughs> I could feel my pants getting wet and heavy. <laughs> so I've conceded defeat at this point. I've just sort of done like the duck waddle, you know, the stiff hips sort of side to side. <laughs> Love that you're still charging for the toilet. Yeah, that's right. What else 
meant to do at that point. Like you got to get somewhere, right? That's right. I got to do something. So anyway, I've got inside, got the alarm off before that goes off. That could be worse. <laughs> I got the lights on and I'm walking in this dead quiet black factory with one light on. It's so creepy and just holding out this shit on my ass. And I finally make it to the toilet. So I'm thinking, okay, how bad can it be? Because, you know, I haven't undone the take the clothes off. It's like, you know, you get those real bad bandages and you get a wound and you're like sort of keen to see what it looks like underneath. <laughs> What's it like in here? Anyway. It's like I a train wreck. You can't, you can't look away. No, that's right. So I get into one of the cubicles and I just pull my pants down and it sort of just flicked out a whole slop <laughs> all over the floor, all over the bowl. My hands have just got shit all over them. And then I look down and I can see my pants and they're just stained brown. Like, I mean, like, not even like a normal brown. It's kind of like some sort of orangey, yellow, bile. I don't know what's happened in there. It's not the colour of Nazi Garing, right? Basically. Nazi Garing. <laughs> or the juice at the bottom of the thing. Oh, jeez. Anyway, so I was like, well, you know, you've got to start wiping. So it's just wiping and wiping. And it's not even touching the skin. It's just gliding on a film of shit. Every wipe is just taking a layer off the top of like, imagine like clay and you're trying to like wipe clay or something. It's just you're not getting down to the tiles. It's just clay, clay, clay. And it's just turds and just for ages. I must have been like 10 minutes just wiping my legs. Like, oh, down to about my knees and calves. And then it's all juices after that. <laughs> really shit toilet paper as well wasn't oh, that really thin no no oh, we buy premium at work it's actually quite good oh, it's too, too much volume though and the toilet got blocked at one point <laughs> so I actually forgot about that yeah they had to sort of plunge out a bit <laughs> that was least of my worries at that point <laughs> and then I've just decided like this is ridiculous literally I've just been wiping for so long and nothing's happening so I just standing there. I noticed flick all my uh, shoes off, socks. My socks are freaking brown and Nazi green color, I suppose. <laughs> They're like just at the top four inches. My shoes are okay, but you know, a little bit stinky. My jeans were ruined. Like literally from top to bottom, they were just like brown. So I flicked them off. Were they good jeans or just? Yeah, Battle Levi's. They went to heaven. Mm, good pair of 501s. Mm. Yep. Uh, and my t-shirt, the t-shirt, the whole back of the t-shirt, like probably a good six inches was just juice stoked as well and little bits of matter. So anyway, I thought, this is fucked. I've just got no option here. So I've just carefully got my shoes off, then stripped all the rest off and left in a little pile. And then I've just gone and walked out of the um, toilet and then around there, there's the wash basins where all the guys wash their hands after work, etc. We work in a heavy industrial place. There's like, you know, all these nice you know, gritty type of uh, greased hand washes and stuff. So, and we also have an eye wash station with a shower handle type thing. So I decide I'm just going to hose myself clean. <laughs> so I'm standing there in the factory completely naked. <laughs> and I've got this eye wash shower, <laughs> which is just a garden hose really. But, and I'm just squirting all my butt, squirting all my legs, just hosing poo off and I just see all chunks of shit falling all over the floor. And this brown water just starts gathering in the corner under the basin. <laughs> just over and over. Just like, that took ages too. And like the stench far out, it was putrid. 
uh, can't remember how long that took, but that was essentially that I'm just standing there naked and I'm looking around like front door still wide open, mind you, because I sort of ran in after waddled in, I should say. So yeah. got myself clean and then I'm like, okay, now what? I have to get all the toilet clean and get all my clothes out. So I've dug up a garbage bag, which conveniently there's a little janitor's closet in the toilet, gone and grabbed the garbage bag, put all my clothes in it, had to wipe down all, mind you, I'm naked, wiping down all the floor and all the wall and the toilet, <laughs> cleaning the, the toilet at work, putting all that in the garbage bag. And I just chucked my shoes on and I was just like, oh, I'm going to have to go into the the change rooms where all the guys go, which is a little separate building on the outside. So just wearing my shoes, completely naked, carrying a garbage bag full of food on clothes, <laughs> walk out into the change room. <laughs> then I had to work out how to get into that office. <laughs> it's a different key. Nude. Yeah, yeah, nude. <laughs> so you have to go outside to get to yeah. that room, mind you. Yeah. I'm going to get security patrol. Yeah. You have CCTV footage? Like, I'm not footage, but do you have CCTV, like, monitoring? Around? So we, someone we, could someone could have it didn't could work. gather this footage of you. <laughs> it could have, but it didn't work. <laughs> oh, oh, thank God. I <laughs> know. Uh, but anyway, I've gone into uh, ima- Imagine the security guys. Uh, let's uh, pause it, zoom in, enhance. <laughs> <laughs> enhance, enhance, enhance. <laughs> Not working. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, we've got a Code Brown. We can confirm Code Brown. <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be uh, TV worthy or TikTok worthy now, I suppose. <laughs> oh, <clears throat> so. I've gone to the, the change rooms and I basically started rifling through everyone's lockers trying to find a pair of barrels that fit. <laughs> Finally found one that fit, fit too big. <laughs> so now I'm just wearing overalls, no jocks, no nothing underneath. It's a pair of runners. Hey, beggars, beggars can't be choosers. That's right. <laughs> Walk out of there, got my bag, tied a knot in it, piffed it into the bin, quimp <laughs> back in, locked up. And yeah, drove home after I locked everything up. And yeah, I'm like, gee, that was an experience, you know, <laughs> just reflecting on that yeah. driving uh, home. So, but the next day I come in and the smell <laughs> was still there. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a plumber in attendance because everyone thought the trains were blocked. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So it seems the sewer's backed up for some reason. <laughs> Why is there all this? Poo down in the sink with the eye wash. Yeah. We normally just do like the eye wash. Yeah. <laughs> all in. Oh. Yeah. And some leaked down to like outside as well because it went underneath the sheet metal walls out into like the driveways and the car park oh, area. <laughs> so in that moment, did you own it? Did you no, say, no. here's what happened? No, none at so all. No, oh, yes. So no, I think I'll Who, me, officer? <laughs> Not me. I'm a gentleman. No oh, oh, imagine someone doing something like that. I would never. <laughs> Pretty oh, much. My goodness. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. So, no, no so only there. Wow. Oh, and wow. And how long did it smell linger for? How long did it linger? Oh, oh at least a week. Because it, yeah, it evaporated a bit and stuff like chunks of. And the sort of bits get stuck in between the walls. 
it's hard to explain. It's like, yeah, we had some people breaking in, so they put like a sheet metal wall on the inside as well as the outside. So all the stuff that got stuck in between those two layers. <laughs> yeah. It really stuck around. It really stuck around. Yeah. Oh. Real bad. <laughs> that is so oh. And so when you got home, just wearing overalls, did you say? Yes. And were you living with anyone? Were yes, you living with anyone at the time? I was. <laughs> and how did that conversation go? I shut myself at work. <laughs> Take um, no responsibility at work, but own it at home. Love right. it. I think I've told one, Absolutely. Person, yes. one or two people know it works since. But that's uh, about right. 12, 15 years ish now. So. <laughs> uh, you could have. Remember there was that spate of poo joggers? And they, they, you could have blamed it on one of them. People running through rich, rich suburbs and stuff and taking a shit out the front of people's houses. That was awesome. That was a cool period of time, that. Who is, who is the poo jogger? I think it was just a Sydney thing, wasn't it? I don't, I don't, I don't think it was a, a Melbourne it thing. Sounds, it sounds more Melbourne to me. Nah, oh, we walk in Melbourne sure. and jog more. I agree with that. Yeah, Melbourne, the dogs just shit on your front lawn, right? <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, <laughs> well Matthew, that is excellent. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. It's an very, error. very good. And um, and if you want anyone from work to know the story now, just share the link to this episode and they can uh, they can just listen to it now. Actually, I will. Or maybe it'll circle back around. They'll go, they'll, it'll circle back around somehow and they'll go, wait. That's it. I can imagine the I can imagine the water cooler, right? So I reckon I reckon Steve did it. Uh, no, no, it wouldn't have been Steve. He he, he was here on the weekend. Uh, he wasn't here. He was in he was in Brisbane. Uh, it was like little amateur sleuths trying to work out who did the shit on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> now we know. Now we all know. Yeah. Yep. So do, do we want to do a shout out for your employer? <laughs> <laughs> sure. No. No, 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 no. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> Too funny. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, just a reminder for everyone who's sort of 45 and above, that's probably most of our listeners, or even if you've got a family history of, of bowel cancer, um, please go see your GP. Um, if you've got a problem with what's coming out of you at the moment, um, it's probably a good sign or a good indicator for you to go and get checked up. Um, there are no normal poos. There are no normal poo stories, as we've heard. Um, but also, if you've got a poo story and want to share it and you want to have the fame and fortune like Mikey has um, that comes with this, uh, just quietly, zero, Um of yeah, please get in touch. Maybe a bit of fame. Maybe a bit of fame. Maybe a bit of fame. Yeah, absolutely. And the poo story might. Be. I like flying under the radar. <laughs> shitting under the radar. <laughs> shitting under the radar. Yes, exactly. So yes, reach out to us if you've got a story that you want to share. Um, thanks again, Mel. Thanks, Mikey. Uh, please give us five stars on. Uh, wherever you get your podcasts, share it with your friends, 
get the get the word out. Go and get checked. Go and uh, do your do your yearly tests. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. See you later. See you Thanks later. for having me. Credit for the music for our podcast is from Lisa Rifle on X, formerly Twitter.com. Lisa Rifle's daughter Jolie wrote that song, which Christy absolutely loved.